0: I'm Christian Abbott. I'm Nathan Lavender. I'm Sean Abbott. And this is the Red Mist Podcast.
1: podcast episode 30 the michael waltrip country Tide lemonade special on tonight's episode we'll discuss a sacking at ferrari formula one in indycar news and holiday podcast news nate christian it's finally happened Matteo Matteo is no more
2: no <laughs> yeah finally
1: no um he handed i i I'm going to say it was mutual. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't think if he resigned, I think he was going to get sacked. But anyways, somebody's well, – I mean – un- Unfortunately, someone's head had a roll.
2: So, so like, is this, like – Look, like, he's he kind of saw the handwriting on the wall after his hellacious, what, three, maybe four seasons – um the being team principal?
1: I don't think. I I think.
2: I think Monaco was up there with the I worst think, race.
1: I think this year, I think the expectation was that they were going to be in the fight to the end of the season. Would they, is that correct? I, Just, is that correct? It, it started off that way. It was portrayed
0: that way. Right.
1: And I think the expectation at Ferrari was that they were going to fight for the
0: especially after the first three races i i will say that the this is the only thing i'll give him is is that well i shouldn't say the only thing i, I <laughs> what the, would you give him the, the 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 one one point i will concede is is he it was like race 4 or 5 and he said he said look it's only 5 weeks into the season let's not look too far down the road because we don't know what they're what they're going to be able to do, what we're going to be able to do. So I mean, he was kind of covering any of that and just like you know diverting the question a little bit. But I, I mean, he's also right in the fact that you're so far in early in the season, you don't know which way the season is going to go, mm-hmm. and if it's really the f- the the first season with a better understanding of the cost cap and what can and can't be done because you've you've had a year of of knowing where you can kind of push stuff and where you can't you you're taking that into account and learning and i think in terms of development i i heard that or no, i shouldn't say i heard i i, I read that apparent that ferrari might have overspent at the beginning of the year so then they couldn't really bring any updates towards the end so the car's development might have just stalled halfway through the season um whether that's true or not I don't really know I don't know but that is if if that is the truth then I I don't really know how then all I got to say is Red Bull just manage their money better and they probably developed a car uh, they can develop a car a lot better with with the time
1: that they have true so i need any other well, thoughts well i
2: got well, well i got to say like it was there was a lot of things that were obviously, you know, out of their control. Like, uh, one thing I can think of is, actually two maybe, is like, in Spain when Charles Leclerc's engine let go, uh, and then in France when Charles Leclerc made a mistake, and there was even like three races where Carlos Sainz just couldn't make it It, uh, a few laps and like just ended up in the gravel trap a few times. So, I mean, I think it's... if, If you're looking at the whole picture, I mean, I think it's, you know, the drivers, you know, having their, you know, mulligan rounds. Like, I believe in a championship you're going to have one Mm -hmm. or two mulligan rounds guaranteed. You just got to brace yourself for that. But my problem is if you're going to make bad calls, like, like, that's just those are, I feel like there's, there's avoidable Situations you can get yourself into like like Monaco is just the one that screams at me. I <clears throat> I picked I didn't pick Charles Leclerc to win. I just thought it would be Something like like a gearbox issue right one year and then all of a sudden, you know something else all right, I just I Didn't think it'd be for our strategy, but they double stacked the worst way possible They had I mean call color science your number two guy, but you have him first and then Charles Leclerc Yikes! Because now you're now you're losing, you're you're losing time, and more so, uh, spots on the track. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that's where it becomes a problem. Look, you stumble on the biggest race of the season, and just from there on out, I mean, there was just a couple of races where they just really, shoved themselves in the foot. It, uh, it, it it they add up. the The, the mistakes add up and yeah. it really shows up at the end I, of the season that you really are I think,
1: in it i i think where he is getting called to the carpet on and this is where i think the ferrari management is having a problem i don't think it's on the technical side because i think the car is um definitely fast you know and everything um they brought in two good drivers now he he has to bring those drivers in i mean you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm, i think he probably has sign it like at least he has the initial sign off and it goes up chain from there uh to the to um you know ferrari's um you know managing directors and such but um the the day-to-day race weekend stuff he is accountable for okay so right
0: yeah someone you you have to be the the one out there that that takes the hits and absorbs them so
1: he okay he was taking the hits and whatever he and he took the hits but um, some of these issues, I mean, like I'm trying to you know if I was sitting there and this was an Indy car race and this was this you know was, say, Bonato was you know, there was no Tim Syndrick okay, and Bonato was doing the shots at Penske right. If this went on, like the stuff went on, this, this he would have never made the end of the season. He ne- like the third race that something happened, Penske would have fired him you know um but you know it it started that's like he's the one that's got to pull that together and you know they had the weekends where they had the couple weekends in a row where you know it was it was it was it was a clown show last year too wasn't it
2: a lot of times but <clears throat> so i did like, so more st- so this year
1: it, it i think it i think it just ramped up more this year and i think you know, there was like a cluster of like three races where it was, you know, these, you know, just stupid mistakes. And, you know, at the end of the weekend, it's like, you know, well, you know, it's like this, I pat him on the back. It's like you just gave away points in the championship.
2: Yeah. British Grand Prix.
1: And, you know, that's the kind of, you you can't have that. So I think, had he made changes on the pit wall now i know it's it's impossible to make changes mid-season it's it's a what but i mean they should have been looking at that last year because i think last year was the same there was some issues so um the um i think the carryover effect into this year is i think i think this is where they were gonna ferrari's managing group to you know the head of Stellantis and mm-hmm. and Ferrari and Fiat, whatever. Um, this is where this is like if this didn't change and it, it to the point where it was embarrassing and it made him look like a laughing stock. Mm-hmm. People are going, your car, <laughs> your car is great. You got two good get, good drivers. Mm-hmm. You were competing at the beginning of the season, and if it's so that they were spending money and whatever, and then they were like, yeah. oh, we can't. You know, the development got ahead. They got too far ahead on the development. Mm-hmm. Should have just kind of went in stages, um, but the stuff, just the in race stuff or the in weekend stuff on the pit wall was just dumb. Mm-hmm. I, and it, honestly, for a team like Ferrari, it can't happen. And I mean, it, case in point, it proves like any you know it, you know a blind squirrel can find a nut any day, and it proved it at Brazil when Haas just went. We're going for it and we're ready to go and they pull right out of <laughs> yeah. the pit lane mm-hmm. and yep. you know i mean red bull was second and i bet you they were kind of pissed that they got beat to the end of the row mm-hmm. but nothing they could do fair play to ferrari i mean Haas. but we were the ferrari guys back of the grid stuck in traffic uh, you and know one of
2: them one of them on,
1: on the wrong tire mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean this yeah. is this is this kind uh, of
0: stuff so th- so i <sighs> I, I'm also of the, of the opinion too that Bonato is not the only one no. that it, that is at fault for this season. Like it takes a team, and it's not one person. Right. Right.
1: But somebody, it, it's you I can't know, fire a team. You can right. fire the head coach.
0: So, so I do think that there is like, because they say they say strategy is the issue. Well, okay, if strategy really is the issue, right? And you take out the the mechanical DNFs and the and um. And the other uh, driver mistakes and errors there. If you take that out and just look at strategy by itself, the one thing I will say is Mercedes has dominated for the past decade. So you you are close enough. Right. You, when you have a car that's so far out ahead of everyone else. Yeah. You start to lose that edge. Yeah. Which you saw in, in, Parts of 2020 and definitely in 21. Yep, because I think Mercedes got kind of spooked with with Red Bull. I think the last year definitely and, and got caught off guard. Yep. that was definitely it. However, the years leading up to that, where it was definitely in, well, the one instance that I can that I can recall is is Max at Silverstone, where um, I think this was in 2020, where he was behind Lewis and had a shot to go for the win. And it was really just, and, and uh, his engineer was like, oh, just, you know, back at the base off. And he's like, no, like, I'm it's right here. One chance, yeah. Let me go for it. I think th- that mentality there yeah. changed the mindset of, that, of how they went
1: for was it. Was that also the race where, did Hamilton win that race when the tire went? It might it might have been that All one, right. too. But, but, yeah, but that's, but, but, the, but the point being you, is that Ferrari started to get challenged and we started to see well, we started to see flaws in their in their strategy making.
0: Right, but but you see how calm Red Bull had been this yeah. year with strategy and and even if it didn't go their way, they weren't
1: worried about yeah, it. Yeah, and they mucked it up at um they mucked it up on a couple occasions yes. that could have helped Checo uh, notably at Brazil. Yep. Um but there were a couple other races where they but, mucked it up. But
0: but where where I'm yep. getting at with all this is you had to take 2019 and 2020 with Red Bull with a car that was able to win a race or two but it got closer to mercedes just on performance level which allowed them to start playing with the strategy and figuring stuff out
1: and uh, look i'm not going to say that ferrari you know was a clown show all the time because case in point at abu dhabi they got it right Mm -hmm. okay um so there are undertones there at ferrari where they can get it right the problem is the amount of times they got it wrong at key points yeah, was, was it,
2: it not, was past the amount yeah, of business on my right, hands. You I, know, yeah. like it's just unreal. I and I, and look and and there was you know I, I look back to the British Grand Prix, Carlos Sainz kind of was like listening to them for a bit, but there was like, look guys, you need to stop inventing. That was like, your that was the one. Is what, not happening. That right
1: was the now. one where they wanted in the box, right?
2: No, they wanted him to back up like they wanted ten him back back up seconds up, right. right, on the restart right, and he right. was to, like, to let no, go. Right, no. He ended up losing 20, 25 seconds, right. yeah. like and finished like fifth or sixth. Yeah, so it's I, it's it's yeah. it never going to work.
1: And I, you know, I think overall, I think some of these teams get too cute. I mean, I think mm-hmm. Red Bull got too cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. It, yeah, you know, it's true. It, it gets back true. to it gets back to Christian's point: just race, best yeah. man win. You know what? And you know what? When it was getting down to it and Max clinched, Horner should have called everybody, called them both in and said, our goal now is to get Checo second. Okay? The problem was, I think, this is just my opinion on this, I think Checo underperformed at um, Mo- Mexico massively. Yeah. I can agree uh, okay,
0: with that. I, I guess my take on it is, if he underperformed at Mexico, he underperformed somewhere else during the season. I think at Austin, too. I think there was a lot of races. Yeah, there. no, no, he's, that's, he's that's not he's, he's, right. He put it. No, no, he's, he's, he's in that position because of where he is. I, right. He and didn't he, really have a whole lot of mechanical issues. Right.
1: And you know, and he did help. Yeah. Like last year, he helped. I mean, there's, there's points in the yes. season where he helped yeah, and he yeah, did yeah. the right thing. But the point is, when they put the the thing onto his lap to do what's mm-hmm. best for him, he didn't really do it. No, no. Okay. Um. You know, and I think this is. And I think the only team where this isn't a problem, I think, and these two are going to have to, they're going to sort it out eventually, is yeah. at um, Ferrari. I think I, the, Ferrari should not have a number one driver, okay? Because I'll be honest with you, Leclerc makes a lot of mental mistakes. Mm-hmm. Carlos makes mental mistakes. They're about even, okay? They're probably the two most even drivers out there. Mm-hmm. But if they were just allowed to race, um, <clears throat> And not worry about team tactics in terms of who's Mm going to finish and, you know, that type of stuff. I think Ferrari would be better off. Now, at Mercedes, if they come up with a better car for next year and it's more compliant to say Lewis – well, it's more compliant for Lewis to drive – George isn't gonna be anywhere near. Him. If it's a championship winning car or capable car. Yeah, George isn't gonna be near. Him.
0: Lewis will be the number one driver.
1: Yeah, but yeah. based on his yeah. ability yeah. and yeah.
0: his his experience
1: and stuff, <laughs> yeah. he will he will he will pull ahead of George. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think this was just a I this was just a, a thing of George was in a less than desirable car for the last mm-hmm. couple of years. The Mercedes, even when it wasn't desirable, was was better than what he drove, Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, he's younger, than, mm-hmm. he's younger than Lewis, okay? And if I'm Lewis, like if I'm bumping around in the car, I mean, why do I want to risk myself? Mm-hmm. Like, fair point, you know, which I get to yeah. him. But, um, you know, I, I just, you know, at some point, accountability has to come, and I just don't think, I think that's where Ferrari was like, there were problems last year, nothing had changed. They went into this year, the problems... We kind of masked over the problems the first couple of races mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden we had a couple issues with the car, but then we had a crap you know, these these things happen on the pit wall. Yeah. And that that's where the account the lack of accountability mm-hmm. came in and the lack of leadership came in. And yeah. I, I really think that's what that did him in. And I I don't necessarily think like, you know, I honestly do I think it would be awesome to have Fred Vresslore there? Yeah. Because Fred's kind of a you know he's a dick yeah (laughs) well he he puts his foot down he puts his foot down yeah would it be fine to have gunther there yeah because he's a dick you know it's fine you know we all like that and you know what in formula one with the amount of prima donnas that drive the cars Mm -hmm. i like that Mm -hmm. you know i don't you know that i i kind of enjoy that um because again it is a team sport a team's not Horner gets away with it a little. He's he's a little snarky about it, yeah. Um, but he does kind of pull it together behind the scenes. I don't think they let Helmet do the yelling and screaming because, like, if they did, I, I think somebody's going to file a lawsuit, yeah. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, just in terms of him, but um, you know, but I, you know, I'm kind of curious, you know, that, but um, you know, like, I, I, like a McLaren. It was That's well, you know. I, I, it's well. I think it's they Andreas missed. Seidel.
0: They missed on the
1: on the development with the car. Yeah, with the so, car. So, so some of their their stuff kind of got right. So, but I think, I think the, does. A good, I think Seidel does a good job of keeping the team together. Yeah, I think Zach's. I like Zach, but I think Zach's handling of driver talent is less than desirable um in yeah. terms of well yeah especially after this year yeah i you know and he you know also reading the tea leaves on where danny rick was mm-hmm. was he really worth the money to come to mclaren i don't know no. you know no. I, I don't know i mean know. if
2: you're calling Monza the one great thing making it all worth it i don't know no, that's I mean, just the,
1: the you know the stars fell you know the stars all aligned and they got you know somebody got lucky you know mm-hmm. blind squirrel found a nut yeah um, yep but yep. I, I, again, just getting back to where it is in the pit wall, I, I really think you know that's that's the problem at Ferrari, and you know, it, you know these Plan F, Plan Z, Plan, K, you know, I, God only knows what they're talking <laughs> about. I mean, seriously, like yeah. Yeah. you know, it's you know, I, does Mercedes do that too?
0: Yeah.
2: So no, they just say it's hammer time. every every, every team, team has code words. Every It's some are just more, more Rebel, obvious Rebel.
1: Than Well, yeah, well, we know at Mercedes, it's hammer time. Right. Yeah, and my, tire, <laughs> yeah. my
0: tires are gone. Are they? No, yeah. Are they. Yeah, I know. Hey, come That's, on,
2: Bono.
1: You know that right. that was no. The tires are fine, man. They're fine. Yeah. And then like lap later pits. Okay, everyone. Right. And when he says that, he's coming in. Um, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean Red Bull's got. I I, I would probably say Red Bull just kind of reacts.
2: Yeah. They, no, I I think I think Red I, Bull kind of sets the tone.
1: No, no. Well, I, I in turn, when I say react, I'm, I, I think they react to the needs of their car.
2: Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm.
1: you know, I guess I'm stuck on the, stu- I, the stu- thought of strategy. So, what do they got? They got um, the woman, Hannah. Is that her name? The woman, Hannah. Yeah, yeah the strategist. Schmidt, or... Hannah yeah. Schmitz. She's she's the strategist. Yeah. Um, same as uh, uh the woman that's at I, Alfa
2: Romeo. I, I I loved Hannah's evil smile at the Dutch Grand Prix. That was amazing.
1: Um, mm-hmm. But the two engineers, so Carlos Checo's engineer and Max's engineer, mm-hmm. I mean, the three of them are, are Hannah and, you know, whoever well, else. There's, the whole pit wall. there's a whole pit wall. Yeah, they're all working in concert, where I think a Ferrari, like, it really kind of hit the, um, I think Ferrari kind of blew itself up. It was after everything kind of, like, people were mad about everything. The next race when they were, are you okay with that plan? Yeah, you know that was yeah. like
2: when yeah. you're asking questions. When
1: you're like asking questions, questions? Mm-hmm. like this is oh like, and I mean, this was just. I, I think both drivers are like, forget it. And and I think you know what? I think both drivers kind of lost lost confidence mm-hmm. on anything that's going on the pit wall, not anything that's going on the garage. Yeah, but on the pit wall, and and it got to the point. I think that's what Carlos Carlos did really good at putting his foot down, mm-hmm. whereas Cheryl needs to be. A little more like Carlos, so he maybe should go take lessons from Carlos and his dad about being assertive. Because mm-hmm. Carlos is – I mean, Charles is very emotional. Mm-hmm. He is. He's very emotional. I, I He wears it on his sleeve. God love him. But he – like, Carlos will just – you know, the way his tone is – you know, Max could probably do a little bit of that too sometimes. He gets a little jumpy in the car. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, it's like, dude, you just you you lean by a mile. You know, it's like, um, not, well, I'm not well, diminishing I, Max's talent. No, but I'm I, just saying, I, I think, know,
0: I think some of it, too, is, is how your engineer works with you, because it, there has yeah. been the, it, there are some engineer calls that they that when they go oh to yeah. talk to the driver, yeah. it's like really like i'm going three wide into a corner right, right. coming around here at seven g's or whatever like what no was, that's yeah, not that's was, not a good time to one, talk to him
1: there was yeah. one like oh yeah there was there was carlos was in the middle of a fight uh, yeah and they were talking to and he's like oh, he, he's, yeah, like, he's,
0: he's like he's like not, not now, now. <laughs> yeah
1: it's like, <laughs> it's <no>. like yeah <laughs> i mean i'd be curious like back in the day like um like i uh, see this is the other thing i think we, i think we as race fans may have too much insight yes yeah or this need to have this out there. I don't really. I'll be honest with you. I'm not. I'm not what really do you too much insight. Well, no, no. back like if you go back, well, like so. Let's let's go back when you first start watching. Yeah, I don't think the level of communication that we heard from the pit wall. No, was the, was that much because that's what led to having somebody like Steve Matchett in in the booth. To, or or somebody yeah. that was familiar with strategy in mm-hmm. the booth to talk about it, um, but as we got more and more insight, and now now that we're in the yeah. Drive to Survive um, era, era, you know it's fair game on everything. But now I mean, you know, the teams are out here putting their own shows on. We were just watching one yeah. tonight, you know, and where they're talking to the drivers. So um, I,
0: the 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 one thing I I will say is I don't mind teams getting lap times, sector times between one another. Yeah, but. Having access to team radios, yeah, or other team radios, I I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like it either. You,
2: you should you don't. No, I no. Lo- I, I, no, I I like no. the Why? FIA and Mercedes. Like I don't know. Like there's some good ones.
0: No, 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 Maybe no, 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 you no, can, no, no, no. The like, other the other teams like Merce- exact, Mercedes can listen to Red Bull and Red, and Red Bull can, can listen, listen to Haas or yeah. and McLaren can oh, listen to Alpine. Like right. No, and I I, don't like I, that.
1: I I'll be honest with you. I'm not so sure that goes on in IndyCar.
0: Regardless, well, okay, and even if I have this twisted about F one, yeah. regardless, it's still a thing there's I don't too much, like. There's too much that, out there. Be, I mean, as far as race fans, I like the team radios and and hearing what they're doing because it, the it shows. is good. Yeah, yeah, it, it's good insight. But it also like the, I mean, the the infamous Massey no no or yeah Michael, Michael. no no yeah that that one. I I do think uh, if you go back and listen like to the. To the onboarder, or or, or ha- whenever toto did say that yeah. and then it got broadcasted it was at the wrong time yeah so it just it didn't um when it got shown and everyone was like whenever that moment came it's like no that's not when it when it was so like it just it doesn't right and they had the, it they makes had it the look o- fake and all that from stuff jonathan so. wheatley
1: at, at red bull yeah you know it's just right yeah, right, I, yeah. you know it was like it was like, like you can fabricate you guys, some stuff are you guys too? making this it's, like it's not, is this yeah. really we're doing live drive to survive right you know i like drive to survive as a as a concept i think it's gotten to be too much of a soap opera so I and mean, we can talk about that as another event uh, show but yeah um you know I, it's you know look it's unfortunate but um, you know, Ferrari definitely grew from where they were with uh, Arriva Bene to now, Um but I think the mistakes... You, don't, the, you don't like him? Who? Arriva Bene? Yeah. I loved Arriva Bene. Yeah, I, looked I, like, I liked he him. Looked, he looked like a mafia guy. Yeah, he fit the he, fit the... he fit the, he fit the he fit Italian... The, yeah. yeah, tough guy Italian I thing. It. I yeah. liked it. I, I liked <laughs> it. I don't know if he, f- if he was necessarily the best guy, but <laughs> no, it, you no, know, in no. terms of being on the wall. Yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, and Bonato has been... He was there for a long time. He started in the engine department, worked his way up, all well and good, but... The end of the day, not you know, not every guy is meant to be that guy, you know, no to no to run no. the team. You know yeah. um Well that that's
0: that's why I'm like
1: it you know, I'll be case in point. Uh not many of Bill Belichick's uh offspring in terms of coaches right, are doing quite well. I mean Yeah. I mean Billy O'Brien's I don't mean, know, he was doing great at Penn State, he left and he went somewhere else and you know, I mean, Josh McDaniels is epically failing in Las Vegas. I mean, yeah. these guys, you know, it's just not everyone's meant to be a head coach, you know? Right. right. Every, and everyone, just because you come from some, like, yeah. just because you came up through the Ferrari family doesn't right. necessarily mean you weren't. Because when they had Jean-Torpe, Ross Braun, and... Um, Stefano Domenicali. And, uh, Stefano Domenicali, and there was one other gentleman, gentlemen, um, James Allison. Mm-hmm. Those guys all came from other teams. Mm-hmm. So... Um and other experiences in Formula One and sport, excuse me, sports car and rallying. Yeah. So, you know, they, they definitely wanted to keep it in house. Now maybe you know maybe they do need a taskmaster, who can ferret out that you're the technology head. That's what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You're the guy. You're the chief strategist. That's your responsibility. But at the end of the day, you guys all report to me, and that's what happened. Whereas I just I think Bernardo just I don't, I don't know I just I think he. He's a technical guy. He's a technical and, guy and, and I and don't think he was in the right sp- I I think he wasn't he he was he's not
0: yeah he just and in his resignation that's that's where I'm yeah. again he he's been a part of the Ferrari family and part right. of successful teams too. I don't think he's the issue. I think he's just in the wrong. Role.
1: He's in the wrong role. So like so, if you you know like and the thing is like is he, he resigned from Ferrari completely? Yeah. It's like why didn't you just go to Ferrari and say look I can't do this. I can't do this job. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not the guy. All right, I need to be somewhere else. Maybe in a technical role somewhere, whether it's on the LMH project or whatever. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's that's the you know the unfortunate thing. But being a team principal in Formula One, it's 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 it's, you know there's there's a lot of media attention,
0: and you also and and plus it probably doesn't help that there's just F1 Twitter just going crazy on this stuff. That's probably blowing it way out of proportion too. Yeah, guys, guys with
1: Mohawks. <laughs> team LH. Team LH. Uh, his words. Yeah. <laughs> Shaggers. Uh, um, That's my favorite. So anyway, so we're, we're, we now we now wait and see. Uh, this yeah. is kind of like a papal watch. Hopefully, there'll be white smoke coming from uh, the facility at Modena or Marinello. Yeah. Um So that'll be exciting. Kind of like being at the Vatican when they mm-hmm. have a new pope.
2: So we'll see what happens. Uh, so who do you think will be the new team principal there? Do you have any idea? Well, the leading the candidate f- is, so
1: is Vessor. It's Vessor, probably. and that came out through the Italian press. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to be blatantly honest. I think that's probably. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. Yeah. Them.
2: yeah. Worst kept secret, um, f- Fred Vessor.
1: Fred Vessor. It's going to yeah. be. It's going to be Mike Hull. But spe- <laughs> spe- <laughs> speculation.
2: <laughs> that would be Where'd awesome. Wouldn't <laughs> that
1: be awesome? Yeah. <laughs> Sp- yeah, speculation so
0: cool. on F1 Twitter though is. Um, there is a certain driver who is oh, doesn't have a job yeah, for yeah, next year. Yeah, no, no. no. I, I, mean, I, d- I I doubt know. it. I doubt it. Well, but that was again, on the not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's,
1: it's yeah. Yeah, Just throwing it out. Anyways, there. I don't think so. I know, th- no, I, so, I think I think yeah. Seb's going to. If anyone's taking some time off, I think Seb's going to take some time off. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so well, we'll see. All right. Yeah. Um, in terms of some news. Um, Jetta, they Jetta the formula One they track? cut yes. they made
0: track changes by just cutting back the walls not moving the track but just cutting the walls back so, so there's not much of a blind spot
1: so you can see more you have a better field of vision yeah so and so, that'll be helpful so yeah yeah that was that big didn't they have the big formula Two wreck there is that when they had that that track is horrible i know yeah. I mean, don't uh, get me wrong it's terrible.
0: it's it's a great high speed for driver but yeah, like it it's is just, it it's is horrible it's if you get it yeah.
1: wrong yeah
2: so, well, um, right. I mean, Mick Schumacher couldn't figure it out. Both years he was there, he destroyed clip, the he clip, car. Yeah, he
1: clipped the car. clip clipped the barriers, right? I mean, yeah.
0: d- high risk, high reward yeah. track. It, it definitely, I mean, yeah. Max's un, uh, unfinished lap is probably still one of the best right. that's that yeah. been done. I uh, know. But, right. but again, y- one little mistake, you're done. You're done. So, yeah. Yeah and so, everyone lived that moment through through, little, through fernando's yeah, eyes had a little, little
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> small India.
2: well i think it was kind of silly when they uh when it was max and charles like kind of fighting over drs in the second round and like it was just uh, like they stopped and yeah
1: that yeah.
0: That's, that was pretty
2: that's bad the that's the
1: issue
0: with drs
1: drs you know, what the, other, you know what the other issue you know the with, other DRS. Issue with D- drs is and this is what i don't like is these tracks where you get the double drs you, you oh, get, like the, you get the, the double dip. The double dip, which is Brazil. You Brazil, get it up the pits. Melbourne. You get Melbourne. Yeah. And yeah, it yeah. it's just it's dumb. So
0: so if you make the pass on the first straight right. you the, the car that made the pass so still gets it. My whole thing
1: yeah. is, okay, you know what if the track's meant to have one DRS zone, it has one DRS zone. She, that, like Imola?
2: Yes. No problem yep. there. Imola was the best.
1: Monte Carlo. Monaco, Monte Carlo.
0: Im- <laughs> Imola? had rain and we couldn't go turn on the drs for the longest time and everyone was like no oh, no no, no. we need God, to we yeah. need to put it back on it's time, yeah. time to do it i'm like i'm sitting yeah. there I'm like some there's of my, a great three-way battle my, going my, on right now some of and my, my why favorite podcast
1: hosts were screaming about that yeah but uh anyways um oh yeah another thing in formula one potentially thoughts uh is the idea of using wheel covers
2: Hey, yeah, I to saw cut that the rain, on, Re- the rear
1: rain. rear rear wheel covers to cut the spray down for rain. I saw that. I
2: I don't uh, like all it. I can
1: think of now is what? Why don't we just make them full body L M H cars? <laughs> I mean, it's
2: seriously, like, there's no Indy open with, tried the, that. They had bumpers almost well, like no in, no.
1: The, the, I I th- just th- like is this, is this is open wheel racing. The thing is, is I, I,
0: I hope they're not forgetting. Well, and don't get me wrong, cutting cutting down any of it will help visibility. So but, cut the tires down. But if you're, you, yeah, smaller tires do help. But the other thing, too, well, smaller tires, uh, smaller na- body. Narrow the car, Narrow the grit, yeah, narrowly, you can yeah. and then tire- and then the treads,
1: um, like the the channels. Yeah, yeah.
0: But but then the the biggest portion of of all that spray is the fact that they went to ground effects this year like your under tray is where all your water is getting hey,
1: thrown out i'm just gonna say go back to the 1978 to 84 seasons go watch go watch Formula yeah. One then full-on ground effects full-on yeah. rain full-on high-speed turbo engines i mean v10s v12s yeah. and they were <laughs> and the tires i think were almost as big mm-hmm. um so i'm like you know what? It's open wheel racing. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. Know. You know what? If it if there's too much spray and it's a safety hazard, don't race. Okay. No, but at the end of no. the day, let's not. I don't want to. I don't want any more wheel covers. I don't like the thing they got over the front brakes now, or whatever no, that thing is. I don't think it's like dumb. Uh, so, I mean, like, let's. It's open wheel racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, some IndyCar, just a quick IndyCar thing, um, little switcheroo at a. Uh, Rahul Lanham and Lanigan, uh, uh Christian Lungard moves to the high V car, and uh Jack Harvey will move over to Christian Lungard's car. Mm-hmm.
2: So so what, do they switch numbers? Is yes. it thirty yeah yeah okay, they okay. switched
1: numbers and I think this was sponsor driven.
2: Yeah. And well and look, I mean Christian Lungard was He was he's getting he, really he, good at the end. Of the he, right season.
1: now he's the team leader. Mm-hmm. So um
2: Yeah you know and, I, and 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 look he's i would even go as far as he's going to get a race win next year
1: yeah he could yeah very well i mean but again you know it's Rahal. it's it's rll they 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 always have that kind of quirky bad start to the season and then they come on at the end of the season so if mm-hmm. they can put it together at the beginning of the season that'd be great so yeah. um mm-hmm. but you know maybe maybe because they moved into their new facility um and things like that so that that might help um in terms of that so um that's that was kind of what happened in Indycar this week not much else well the, the other news that they
0: had was they redesigned a rear attenuator oh that just um, broke yeah today. So, right, the, the last it's, day or so it's going to be a i shouldn't say broke it just it was enough yeah. <laughs> well they well they did break it cuz you got to test it Right. but it's um it's a longer and larger attenuator so the the whole the whole point of a of the attenuator is to just absorb some of the energy of the crash so from that the, way f- from a rear impact. From the rear. Well well, this is the rear one. There is yes. a front one as well. Right. I mean it's it's in the
1: nose cone, in but the, it, nose the, cone. the rear one is is where you have the rain light case, on there. case yeah. in point, um, the biggest time you probably would have seen this was at India a couple of years ago. Was it Oliver Askew? Right. Who backed it into the pit yeah. end of the pit lane. Yeah.
0: So that so this is coming out of and, and this is also um well,
1: that that not, that, not, that was credited with yeah. you know saving the car. I yeah. mean, that, with mitigating any damage to the driver and, and yeah. What yeah.
2: Spencer Piggott?
1: Spencer Pigott. oh say. yeah 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 yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. in 2020 yeah mm. yeah. Um, yeah
0: So with with this, it's it's going to be longer and I, I think wider as well. Um, but it it's also the way that they're constructing it. It's actually going to be lighter. Um, but uh, and then the other thing to note is that with the with this the dimensional increase um of it that you're actually gonna have a bigger rain light as well um and they said that they were gonna just put this on they were shooting for this to be put on the car in 24 with the hybrid uh with with a new hybrid engine but they figured if why not um get a year jump on it and put it on the actual car so i mean it's a it's a standard piece that every team's gonna get so no one's getting an advantage or disadvantage um and then uh but then the the other hint or uh, design cue that they mentioned was that they're, uh, b- because of the rain light being uh, bigger, they also mentioned that the 2024 Indy cars might actually have rain lights on the wing itself, so similar to F1. So just another small tidbit there.
2: All right. I don't have anything Oh, else. and um, also, <clears throat> Daniel Ricardo. He was announced as the uh, third driver. Did we announce that last week, or
0: uh, I think it was still in speculation? But he he did formally announce.
2: Uh, he is for sure. Yeah, he, so, he is the third driver. So does that kind of add pressure to Sergio Perez as maybe could be the, mm-hmm. the second driver out I, and then yeah. bring him back?
0: You know, yeah. the <laughs> everyone talks about Carlos and Lando being like a bromance in the pits and like and and being like the big one. I. I think Max and uh, Ricardo are are one that's even though they had the little scrum in in Baku, yeah. yeah. Because you you Thank look you. you look at you look at everything else. Like I like I'm sure I'm sure when Danny Rick made the move, he he was definitely looking out for himself and didn't want to be second fiddle. However, yeah. I I think with the way everything's kind of played out, it, it he's probably the guy that Red Bull's looking at to be the second driver that can challenge max because it's not like ricardo got wa- washed away by yeah. max either like he could he could still no. challenge him so um yeah so i i think i think ricardo could could be that piece but also this is again was ricardo supposed to be the the shining glimmering yeah. hope for mclaren yes but it did he turn out no i so what R- red bull decides to do i don't know
1: yeah and just a couple other quick things on uh in sports car news um the Asian Le Mans series will be back again four race series mm-hmm. two races at Bahrain and then uh hopefully they'll use the Zakir circuit one day yeah maybe that'd be fun yeah. and then the other race i think is at uh, the other weekend's at Abu Dhabi is it at Abu Dhabi or is it at i don't know you pulled up the cool. calendar oh it's like i forget where it is uh i want to say i think it's Abu Dhabi
0: um I guess the the only other piece of motorsports news or I guess motorsports related news is we had the uh the Dinner with Racers podcast they dropped some new episodes. So a uh, podcast that definitely probably inspired us to do our own um but they they released uh Nate, do you know how many episodes they released?
1: 6.
2: 6. They released like, I was going to say 6. it's, uh, it's a two-part with Townsend
1: Bell. Uh, John Morton um
2: that'll be good it yeah. was it was good i mean all uh, them, yeah. that was
1: cork. it was it was pretty good uh Graham Goodwin Ollie Jarvis and um Rene Rast and then also Andy, fin- Andy Prio Andy Prio that yeah. was I fin- <laughs> I, NBA, Andy yeah. Prio one was good too MBE MBE also uh there was some good insight into uh his charitable foundation that he mm-hmm. set up so
0: yeah i i i mean Dad, have you listened to
1: all of them I I have okay okay so I'm, I apologize just real quick on the Asian Little monsters it's at first race is in Dubai at the Autodrome mm-hmm. and then uh, race two is at Yas Marina okay the, the, the second oh, the second nice. weekend's at Yas Marina not Bahrain sorry. and
0: then and then three and four are at Bahrain or no no uh, Bahrain. no no Bahrain oh. it's
1: just uh, the Dubai Autodrome and then they go over to uh, Yas Marina in Abu Dhabi oh so, and they just do two races two races. At each? two okay. races two race weekend and then they go I think there's a weekend off and then they go okay. So kind of condensed I know it's not doesn't seem like it's it's Asia but because of right. the constraints that are going on in Asia right. right now with covid yeah um, a little tough to do it but uh, good on them for mm-hmm. putting on the series at least yeah um,
0: but getting back to dinner with racers the uh, so that yeah, you've listened to all of them I, I have uh, I know Nate's Nate and I have listened to the Renee Rass one that one was that one was great
1: um,
2: oh, yeah I like I like that one a lot and I'm part of the way through. The Oliver Jarvis one. I yeah. started that one, yeah. but I'm not. I'm not anywhere but, like far know, into like,
1: it. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this: the Graham Goodwin one was good because uh, that, that I like that one. Uh, Graham's Graham's been around quite a while. He has some great stories. Um, he's also, it, it also. It's kind of funny that now uh, for the week in sports cars, the, as part of the Marshall Pruitt podcast, um, <laughs> which Graham co-hosts with Marshall. Both Marshall and Graham have been on the episodes, and Marshall actually did a. Um, they did a show right after the um, dinner with races got released, and, and Marshall threw some uh, um, some real you know nice words towards Sean about mm-hmm. um, Heckman about when he wanted to start when Marshall wanted to start his podcasting. And and Sean was like, yeah, we're all in this. Let's, let's, you know, this is what we do and what I do. And I, you know, I'm in the industry in terms of recording equipment and stuff. And he gave him some good insights. So, Mm -hmm. um, that was just, you know, really good to see. And, um, both Marshall and Graham had great things to say about the guys from dinner with racers and, and things like that. So, um, you know, so, um, but it's, it's a fun listen to, if you got any traveling to do, it's just pop them in. Um, you know, they run the gamut, um, you know, in terms of getting some people. The Townsend Bell ones, it's a two-parter. It's great stuff. Mm. So really good stuff there. And interesting story on Townsend, how he kind of did his racing. Mm. So really cool. Really cool. I, I,
2: I wonder if he's going to touch upon the, Indy the amount of Indy five hundred he did. Cause he yes, did he does. Like, he does. Okay, because he he's done, like, yeah. 10, Well, he, 12 he, of he, them, explains,
1: like, he explains how that came to be. It's a really interesting story and in that. Um, just real quick, uh, another podcast that's out there, folks, is um, Life with Legends. Uh, it's uh, from Justin Bell. Um, he's done a series of sit-down, one-on-one interviews. And if you're a long time listener to Dinner with Races, um, some of them have been with some <laughs> same some of the cast <laughs> from uh, so, some of the folks that have already been on Dinner with Races. But, you know, there was some great ones in there. God. And Justin brings a different perspective being Derek Bell's son. And mm. there's some really good stories, and just, you know, how, you know, in some of the stories where Derek, Justin was around his dad and he was around, say, Brian Redman or whoever. Um, there's a really poignant one with Alan Decadene, who is kind of a racing vivant from the 70s. Uh, Alan was on speed um, as a, as a uh, race uh, ho- um, pit lane reporter at Le Mans. Mm -hmm. And sometimes on the Formula One races Um, and then had his some of his own uh, historic shows on Speed and they were just amazing shows. Um, he's he's, He was definitely a character. He unfortunately passed away this past summer Um, um, And he he was just recently uh, this past week in London he was um, Mm Uh, Posthumously celebrated His life was celebrated At a uh, gathering in London So it was Mm. pretty cool Um, So that that was An interesting one And they just Justin just released uh, One this week I think it was today With Mario Andretti So Any sit down with Mario Is a good sit down Yeah So uh, So I I think I think another show We were talking about doing Is possibly Podcasts Out there That we like to listen to Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, you know, we'll we'll do do some more breakdown of that, um and things like that. Yeah. So well, on that bombshell.
0: Nate, you got anything else?
2: I I like um there's there's one episode of Beyond the Grid I want to listen to. It's it's uh Gunther Steiner i, yes. I re- i've listened to a few episodes yeah. on on there and the, that, that's a really good the, I think episode the, uh podcast lineup that i they, think the they last going on there.
1: i also i think the last one that tom clarkson just put out was with sebastian vettel so
2: yeah yeah that's another one yeah but
1: anyways well, well we'll we'll get into a show during during the slow peak um but um and then this weekend just some quick updates on racing news we got the 12 hours of Kuwait this weekend, Preventic race. So that'll be fun. I'll put that on the YouTube Mm -hmm. and watch it over the weekend in between the world cup, uh, go USA. (laughs) Hey,
2: yeah. How about that game? Huh? um, Yeah. And then,
1: uh, next week, uh, is the big gathering at Daytona, uh, for the, um, this is the official, this is the official, the official, and I so believe who's who's
0: gonna sandbag?
1: <laughs> who's gonna sandbag? Now I do believe GTD is gonna be there as well in LMP2 cars. Okay, I think I don't know. I haven't seen the well, schedule. LMP, yet.
0: I don't, I don't, LMP2 needs to get or has or sorry,
1: LMP2 is going to be dialed back. They're gonna do something, but anyways. Yeah. Um. But I. It's a big test mm-hmm. at Daytona. Um. I think a lot of eyes are gonna be on this um unfortunately you know we won't see some of the we won't see the ferrari we won't see the uh peugeot no uh, we won't uh, see no any of the any of the hypercars or LM, lmh cars so right no. we'll only no, see that's the, next year that's next year yeah and i think the first is the lamborghini that's an lmdh right yes that is yeah. gtp yeah, yeah. that's is, coming in 24. will the van Wall be there no uh, they just finished a two-day test at paul ricard
0: no, their their aim was for hypercar. I, I know. They yeah. just. I'm just saying they yeah. just finished
1: another test. So there. Hmm. <laughs> if they can get the legal stuff resolved, that's gonna be awesome. I know. Uh, just another make. Um, and uh, and that. So um, we got some some activity coming. Uh, this a little. We're gonna get. There's a couple. You know, for you for hardcore fans. I mean, I'm, there's still some uh, star car modified racing going on that you mm-hmm. can find on the interwebs. Um, Next couple of weeks. Um, and the sports car scene is kind of winding down. I think there's 12 hours of uh, Kuwait and then the 12 hours of the Gulf. And that's oh, 24 hours of the Gulf. Yeah. Right? That's the one the Magnusons are running. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, that those are coming up. So kind of round up the season. Mm hmm. So, anyways, on that note, yeah. short episode this week. Yep. Mate, first. Mate, mate,
2: mate. <laughs> yes. Good night.
0: Thank you guys for listening to the Rednecks podcast, hosted by Christian Abbott, Sean Abbott, and Nathan Lavender. It's produced by Christian Abbott, and music is by Alex Wart and Harrison Tatum.